welcome everyone to this episode of the Palmetto Guardian. I'm Sergeant Chelsea Weaver. I'm Specialist Anna Grace Cato. And today we have some very important guests with us. Um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves and then we're just going to get into today's topic. Okay, I'm Senior Master Sergeant Kenneth Monroe with the South Carolina Air National Guard. I'm retired Sergeant Major Paul Meade with the Army National Guard. All right, awesome. So we have Air and Army with us today and we are here to talk about CAP. So for those of you who don't know, CAP is an incentive with the education departments on both sides, um, but there's a little bit of differences, so that's why we wanted to bring both branches in to talk about CAP. So if you guys have questions out about education benefits outside of CAP, we will put their information in the description so that you can reach out to them um, and get that information, but CAP deadline is coming up, so we want to get this information out as soon as possible. So whoever wants to start, let's start talking about CAP. Lead the way. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so on the Army side, if you are going to a state headquartered school and you have not received a bachelor's degree, or if you've received an associate's that's over five years old or, or older, you can receive a second associate's through CAP funds. CAP will pay $5,500 per academic year. So an academic year is fall, spring, and summer. Um, for a full-time student, it'll pay up to $2,750 a semester. This fund, these funds can be used for books, fees, tuition, whatever you may have on your education bill. Um, and if you're going to a tech school, typically you're end up going to end up getting a refund because um, it'll be paid through fully. It can um, also be used for certifications. Now, the the caveat to that is they have to be going through, the certification has to be going through a technical college. If it's going through a tech school, you can use CAP funds for that certification if it is a standalone, such as um, a barbering school or something like that. Unfortunately, at this time, CAP cannot be used. But you have up to $22,000 of available funds for your lifetime. You don't have to go consecutive semesters. If you take a break, that's fine. It just pays for the enrollment that you are currently taking. Now, when it comes to CAP, is that paid directly to the school or does that payment go to the service member and then they pay the school? Okay, so basically the process is, is the soldier applies for CAP, I verify and approve it, then the school will log into the web portal and see who's on their eligibility roster. Once they do that and verify that you're in good standing and such at the school level, then they'll submit an invoice to the Commission on Higher Education. The CHE will then turn around and verify their end and then send the funds to the school. The school will apply whatever you, to whatever balance you have and then process from that point if it's a refund or whatever the case is. But it will go directly to the school first. Okay. So the Air Guard side of things, I know there's a little bit of a difference. You want to kind of explain that? Sure. Um, on the Air Guard, I don't know if you addressed it at first, what CAP stood for. Uh, no. Before okay. we started, yes, but not as of recording. Yeah. CAP is for the College Assistance Program. And, uh, and again, it's a state-awarded program to help o- offset education costs. The, the way the Air Guard differs is you still have the 22000 max, but if you're in an associate's degree program, you could receive up to $11,000 toward that associate's program. It has the same benefit for the bachelor's program as with the Army National Guard. Um, it's the twenty two fifty per semester up to $5,000 per year okay. or 5500 per year. Mm-hmm. Now, 
Is it still Army Ignite? Is that the system that... No, Army Ignited is federal tuition assistance. Oh, okay, so that's something different. It's a different thing, okay. but you can use them together. Mm-hmm. So you can use the college assistance program and Army Ignited um, to pay for the courses, but that's a different, um, that's the federal side, whereas CAP is the state side. Okay, so with CAP, do soldiers and airmen go to the same place to submit the application for that or do they need to reach out to you guys specifically based off of which service they're a part of the website is the same but when they go there's an army side and an air side and just click on the army side for submit or the air side to submit for theirs but it's the same website okay I don't know if your video will pick it up, but we have this nice little flyer. Okay, and down here at the bottom are QR codes. <laughs> so you can scan a QR code for Army Guard or Air Guard, and it'll take you directly to that application page. Awesome. One thing I want to add is application windows. So the initial application window is 1 June to 1 August. If you apply f- during that time frame, that covers you for the entire academic year. There is a second window that we just started last year, and we're currently in it right now, that goes from 20 November to 15 December. So the window is going to close here in, what, 17 days. Um, This is for the soldiers that missed that initial CAP application window. It's only effective for spring and summer. It's not retroactive for fall. So you got two windows. Apply. I would highly encourage you to apply between 1 June and 1 August to cover you for fall, spring, and summer. If you miss that deadline, then apply between 20 November and 15 December for the spring and summer. Okay. So what if someone like me, like, I'm not coming out of high school going straight into college. Like, I mean, I've been out of high school for a while now, but I want to go back and get my degree or a second associate's or a bachelor's or whatever. And I've already missed this window right now because we're coming up on the holidays and I was planning on going to school in spring, would I then need to wait and possibly wait till next fall to start? That way I can apply during the summer for the cap? Or is there like a gray area with that? I don't know if that, I hope that makes sense. Unfortunately, there's no gray area. The cap window ends on 15 December, the second period. So if you apply before that, you're good for spring. But if you miss, if it's on the 16th, um, and you email me saying you, the portal's down or something, well, it's going to, because it closes at midnight. So um, then you would have to, to receive CAP funds, you would have to wait to the next application window. And that application window is June 1st to August of the following year. Okay. So it's not like you could apply and then get funds to pay for that semester that was missed. It would just be for the continuing semesters that you have left. Correct. Okay. Do you have to reapply every year so that it's only covering the um, the one academic year? So if the next academic year, you'd have to reapply. You do have to reapply okay. because it's not a carry forward. Um, every year, you have to apply for the for the following year. The big push right now is window <coughs> this this second window. Get your application in if you have not already applied. That way, we can make sure you get your free money to go to school. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of money out there. You know, I mean, the they give us what six point two million every year, yeah, to go toward the college assistance program, and we're not touching near that. So we need to spend these money, the money. Yes. So mm-hmm. please apply. Now, for those who are watching or listening, if they have more questions, what's the easiest route to contact you? I mean, for the 
army side we have so many units and stuff and i know we have readiness and ceos and all that but like what's the easiest way to get in contact with the education office to be able to get more information or to answer their questions that they may have on the army side it's i'd recommend emailing me um if you don't email you can also give me a call but you know right now is a busy time so i try to get to my um, voicemails within a 24-hour period but um, emailing is the the easiest way, and that way I can send you the links, I can send you the flyer, I can give you the information. That way you have it for future use also. Same here. And on the bottom of the flyer is the email address and also contact phone numbers, and I can be reached either via email or phone, either one, and, uh, and answer any additional questions. Awesome. Well, this was very short, sweet, to the point. I like it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um. But the yeah. big key is try to get word out for people to use money, mm-hmm. you know, because, again, our enrollments are down around the schools, but we also have a slow process coming in this year, and so we need to get the word out as much as we can. Absolutely. Well, I know we only touched barely the surface of education benefits, so if anybody has questions, leave us a comment, reach out to the education section on the Air Guard or the Army side. Um, We'll put all the information in the show notes in the description below. And, yeah, we'll definitely have to have you guys come back or people from – I know that our education office has a lot of different people who do certain things, and we would love to have the Air Guard come back and kind of go deeper into other resources that are out there as well. Sure, be glad to. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, if you guys like this video, make sure you give it a big thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button, and we will catch you guys in the next episode.